0: hello uh welcome to the podcast this is uh, a slightly different episode because uh, for one there's no video uh and i am not doing this live i guess i'm doing this live for myself uh and for uh my kid outside the door that can is probably listening to me or playing um but uh but yeah uh, we're uh, i'm currently sitting in a room filled with a bunch of boxes Uh, Some of them unpacked, uh, most of them not yet. Uh, But we recently moved into a bigger house. Yay. And um, our Internet service provider was like, hey, it's going to take us like 10 days to come over there and set up everything. Uh, So that's awesome. Um, Great for having a monopoly on the Internet in this city. Uh, So for that reason, there is no video today. There's no uh, comments with you guys. Uh, um, Yeah, it's just me watching the little green lines on my computer uh, go up and down with however loud I'm talking. Uh, But um, but yeah, today I'm going to be talking about continued growth and how that continued growth can lead to huge success. You probably noticed the the title for this episode being a little clickbaity. I will I will fess up to that. Um, and I'm going to own that, too. I am totally cool with a clickbait title as long as you deliver. So I'm hoping to deliver a lot of times with those clickbaity type titles like uh, slow growth led to one hundred thousand dollars. Um it, you, yeah, yeah, uh, I myself am a little bit skeptical and I'm like, mm, I don't know. Like I see a title like hit 10,000 followers with these five easy steps or go from zero to a hundred K in a year. Uh, a lot of those, they, they just, they don't really deliver whenever you listen to it. Um, and <laughs> or, <laughs> or it's just like, wildly unattainable. And they're just like, yeah, I, I worked like 80 hours a week and I did my nine to five. And then I worked from like six to midnight every single day, working on this business and growing it and all these things. I'm like, yeah, that is just not the lifestyle that I want. Um, so today I wanted to just kind of share how continued growth, even if it is slow growth, is still moving forward. Um, there's something to be said about that, like consistently moving forward, consistently growing, consistently improving on your processes, on your client experience, on your skill set. Like that is a lot, um, and and still, even if they're baby steps, baby steps still move you forward. As long as you're not going backwards or standing still and being stagnant, um, it, that's a win. For me. So, uh, so for me, the goal with starting this business, like what I wanted to do with it was really just some side money. Um, this was way on back in the spring of 2013. Uh, I just got married in January of 2013. We were very excited, newlyweds. Uh, we're still excited. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we, we were loving life and, uh, And I was in a nine to five job that was fine. I didn't really like it, but I didn't really hate it too much. At that point, I ended up later, Uh, but that's another story. And um, yeah, we really just wanted some like side income. Neither of us were making a ton of money. I think I was making like $10 an hour, maybe 12 at that point. I think I I did get a raise right before we got married, uh, which was great uh, $2 an hour. That's 20% raise. But, um, but yeah, we just wanted a little bit of side money so that we could, uh, give to people like that was really our heart behind starting the photography business was we wanted some side money that we could then give. Uh, we had you know, friends who were, you know, going on missions trips and becoming missionaries and we wanted to support them, but we couldn't even afford like $15 a month at the time. And there were a ton of organizations that we just loved and that they were doing amazing things in the world. And we wanted to give to them, but we had no extra money. It was either like give to them and not eat or eat and I give to them. Those were the options. Um, so we started this business and we were like, even if it just makes like a thousand dollars this year in profit, then that's a thousand dollars that we didn't have. And that we can give part of that, all of that, whatever to these people that we care about. And, uh, and also that it would help give us a little bit of cushion to where we weren't living paycheck to paycheck. So in my first year, 2013, from like, uh, we really um, like sat down. I I scribbled on a, on a napkin during my lunch break in April of 2013, uh, like the business model and plan and everything. And then I took it home, showed my wife and she was like, I mean, sure. I, this is great. Let's do it. I support you. Um, So pretty much from like uh, May 1st through May of 2013 through April of 2014, um, we made $4,000, a little bit over $4,000, uh, which was great. We were like, Hey, we started this thing and made a $4,000. Um, and this last year from May, 2020 through April of 2021, um, we hit 103,000. Um, so finally hit that six figure income, and I'm not like sharing this as like a a brag, like pat myself on the back or anything. Um, But like, I wanted to share this because it wasn't fast. It wasn't like a, you know, make a thousand dollars and make a thousand dollars in a year make a hundred thousand dollars in a year or something like that, um, that I see very often from, uh, from educators where um, it's not attainable for everyone. And, um, and also we all have different lifestyles and different goals and different things that we value. Um, and so so the, something that kind of spurred this topic was I was on TikTok the other day. And, uh, if you're not on TikTok, you should probably get on that. Um, I will warn you if you are new to TikTok, if you are like just starting up an account, you're going to get a lot of like, 14 year old girls doing the same dance. I don't know if they're doing that ratchet boozy goofy. I don't even know the words anymore. It's been so long since I've seen one of those videos. Um, But you're probably going to get a lot of dancing people because that's like where they start you. Um, But the algorithm is so crazy. It uh, it it just it tells you it shows you what um, what it learns from you. Uh, So, yeah, I don't have any people dancing on my Uh, my for you page anymore. And I have like weird ancient history stuff and, uh, and a bunch of like nineties and eighties retro videos and a ton of people just lip syncing to comedians, um, which is amazing. I love it. Um, But one of the videos that I saw was like that ancient, it wasn't so much creepy, but it was just like ancient facts and like um, some dude, who was just uh, sharing things of uh, these are some ancient uh, buildings and like Coliseums and things that are still standing and where you can see them today. And one of those things was a tree. And it was like, this tree is nearly 5,000 years old, still standing, still living. And, um, and at first I was just like, mm, cool, 5,000 year old tree. That's a really old tree. But then I started thinking like 5,000 years. That is a long time. Like 5,000 years ago, I did a little bit of research here. I wanted to see what was going on around uh, 3000 BCE, because uh, obviously I wasn't around then. And obviously I am not a history major um, and I didn't pay attention and a lot of high school. I'm sorry, I just didn't. It was boring the way that the they just taught about it. So tell stories. If you are a teacher, tell stories, please. It is much more engaging. Um, but there's this this tree, the the bristlecone pine. Um, there are a few of them that they have found that are anywhere from like four to five thousand years old. It's kind of hard to age them because sometimes their growth is so slow It's normally like a tree, you can cut it and then you can count the rings. And uh, each ring is like a season of the year where it grows and then slows and then grows and slows during winter and all that kind of stuff. Um, but because of the, the harsh conditions around the bristlecone pine, sometimes it doesn't even grow. Like it, it's, it grows so, so minutely that you can hardly even tell that it's a ring. Um, So it's kind of hard to gauge how old it is, but around they found one that they they're like, it's around like forty eight hundred to like fifty one hundred years, which is a long time. I looked up what was going on around that time and uh, Stonehenge was being built which was cool. Um, I also found out that there was like an original stone hinge that wasn't stone and it was made out of wood. And that was this one that was being built around 3000 BCE, Um, and then they built it out of stone, um, which has lasted a lot longer. Um, people were discovering a new technology, um, way back then called bronze. And, uh, they didn't have to use like stone tools and like wooden, spatulas i don't know what kind of tools they were using but they could use bronze now um also the city of troy was founded and yes that is the same troy of like helena troy and the trojan war and all of that so like that's when it was founded like whenever people like moved there and they were like i'm going to name this city troy and we're going to like stick our flag and stuff i think they had flags back then i like to believe they had flags trojan flag with a bunch of tiny flags in it i don't know Um, but, but yeah, there's this tree that when it was just like a little baby tree, just growing, um, over in California or whatever, California was called 5,000 years ago. And it, uh, it's seen a lot. There's been a lot that has gone on in the last 5,000 years and this tree has stayed, firm and strong and growing and continuing to grow even where the barren desert in California, where it is uh, living um, provides a lot of those, uh, those rough conditions. Uh, There's hardly any rainfall there. Um, It's really rocky. Um, And they've even tried like taking this tree and like planting it in a, uh, a more uh, fair climate. And it just, the roots rot it's made for adversity and growing and sometimes there are those of us that are like we're planted in rocky conditions um and that's how we grow the strongest know, there, there have been a lot of, uh, rocky conditions in, in my life and my, uh, my business journey over the last, uh, eight and a half years. Is that where we're at now? Uh, somewhere around there over eight years for sure. Um, but there's been a lot of, uh, of obstacles that have come up. Sometimes those obstacles are moving to a new market. I've done that twice now and, uh, yeah, it's not easy, but Uh, and, and it definitely like kicks you back a little bit. You gotta, gotta grow a little bit stronger. Maybe you were at a certain point. Uh, I know that whenever we moved, uh, this last time, I think the, the year before I had, um, 19 weddings that, that calendar year of 2016, um, and then 2017, I had 17 weddings Um, because I had moved to a new market and I had to like build those relationships and like go tour venues and, and actually like build up my SEO for a new place and all of that. Um, so sometimes those obstacles look like moving to a new market. Sometimes those obstacles are having a family and kids and stuff. Um, as my, my wife and I, we, we, uh, we ha- we have a few kids, uh, recently had another one Well, not recently. She's like 10 months old now, but, uh, recently compared to the other two. And, uh, and every time that we have a kid, you know, going through the uh, pregnancy and newborn stage and all that, um, it definitely, I have to pull back on the business a little bit. We have to pull back in certain areas of our life to really focus on them and give the, um, them the attention that we want to. Um, we could definitely just like power through and like whatever kids. Um, but it is important to us to have, uh, that quality time with them. And to, you know, that was, uh, that was a, a one of the reasons that I wanted to start this business or really that I wanted to leave my nine to five. Once this business really started kind of picking up after about a year and a half. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm like shooting like 10, 12, 15 weddings, uh, this year. So, um, you know, I wanted to grow it to where I could leave my nine to five job and be at home and be able to see my kids grow up and be able to you know, just, you know, play play catch in the backyard on a Tuesday at like 3 p.m. And not be in a cubicle without a window sitting there not enjoying my life and then coming home and just being exhausted and tired because there is also a lot of like physical activity um, at that job too. Hey, John, you got a sec. Yeah. Friend with the same exact voice as mine. What's up? Do you enjoy going to the post office? You know, I really don't. Those long lines, and maybe there's that little like kiosk thing that works sometimes, but the postage doesn't always print. And then you have to wait in the long line anyway. So, yeah, no. Why do you ask? Well, I think that ship station would be perfect for you. ShipStation is a web-based shipping and order management software that makes shipping products so much easier. You can set up automations for your e-commerce site to print postage directly from home automatically. Seriously, it has been a game changer for me and my business. You can easily print and purchase postage directly from your computer right at home or wherever your computer is, and you can get those packages out to your valued clients quicker and with less hassle than traditional shipping methods. That's cool. All right, you got me. How do I sign up? You can sign up for a free 60-day trial at lightdarkco.com shipstation. That's lightdarkco.com slash Ship station, and I'll see you anywhere but the post office. Cool, thanks, friend. And by the way, love your voice. Thanks. But yeah, those those goals, you know, we all have those goals and motives, and it's it's easy to look at other people, especially with social media. But it's just like it's so easy to look at someone else. There, there are. Like, Quite a few uh, photographers like in the educational realm of uh, wedding photography that started their businesses around the same time that I did. Um, I know Adam Mason started around the same time I did. Tony Christine started around the same time I did. Um, Devin Robinson with uh, Anchor and Veil. He started like a month before I started my business. And um, it's it's very easy for me to look at them and just be like, wow, they have grown such amazing businesses in the same time that I have grown. it also an amazing business, but not quite to that caliber. Um, And it's it's easy for us to get frustrated or disappointed in ourselves are just like, oh man, I'm not as good as this other person that I see online. Um, but we all have different journeys. We all have different trails that we're forging ahead on. And sometimes those trails are, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of the people that I was looking at, I was like, oh wait, they started their business when they were single and they had like all the time in the world, because whenever you get married, you have a little bit less time because you know, one, you want to spend time with your spouse, and and two, you 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 do things together. You you you're not just gonna like, all right, I'm still gonna work eighty hours a week. Uh, so sorry. Um, at least that was me. Uh, like quality time is one of the things that I I really value, um, and we all. We all have different values, so maybe your values are different, but whatever. I'm going to be talking about my values. Um, And my values are like family time, face-to-face time, uh, quality time together. And um, and, and it's easy to look at other people that maybe hit six figures before you or maybe – they're growing a giant business and they have associate photographers and they have like 15 photographers in a bunch of different states taking all these photos and you're just like oh wow yeah i um i shot 20 weddings this year so that's cool and uh and it's easy to feel kind of down on yourself i don't want you to do that i don't want you to feel down um i want i want you to take a minute and look at what your goals are Like what, what motivates you? What are you, what are you wanting in your life? Are you wanting just money? Are you wanting uh, to shoot 50 weddings in a year? Is that your goal? Or is that what you see other people doing? And you're like, maybe I should do this. So evaluate those goals. Maybe it's family time like me. Or maybe it's travel. If you really value travel and you want to travel places, then maybe you're going to take a little bit, uh, you know, give a special rate. If there's like a wedding or a photo shoot in Oregon or in Michigan, I don't know why Michigan. I'm sure there's great places to take photos in Michigan. Don't talk bad about Michigan. Michigan's amazing. I've been there once. Um, Not for very long. I was driving through. But I'm sure Michigan is awesome. All of you from Michigan, good on you. But if travel is really important to you, then maybe um, you can offer a special rate in order to travel. Or you can, you know, that takes away from that quality time that you might have with your friends in the city where you live and you're going to travel more. If money is your main motivating, uh, goal, then a lot of times that, that extra time, that free time, that, that quality time with other people that kind of gets pulled back a little bit and you don't have as much of that because you're really focused on money and that's the main goal. And that's okay. Like it's, I want you to, to evaluate what is, what is it that you're wanting? for your business? What is it that you're wanting in your life? And not just look at what other people are doing, because I spent way too many years looking at what other people were doing, and trying to replicate that and being like, Oh, man, I want to do this thing. And I want to do that. And I want to grow it to, to look like this. And I want to get featured in this magazine. And really, that wasn't what my uh, what I really wanted. And whenever I sat down and really looked at what motivated me to push forward in my business. It was setting up a lifestyle that allowed me to work, provide for my family. You know, we still need food and shelter and stuff. Um, this new house that, uh, is filled with boxes and, um, and, and I wanted to spend time with them. Um, so I had to balance that and, Uh, and sometimes, you know, maybe your, your motivating factor is you want to work with like certain types of clients, um, and you can reach out to them and offer like free sessions or whatever. Um, just look at what those values are and then use that to gauge your success. So don't gauge your success off of someone else's values, but off of your own. I saw myself as a successful business owner, um, when I only made like $40,000 in a year because I was able to stay at home because I was able to, um, to see my kids first steps. Uh, and I was able to be there on just a random afternoon. My wife and I were able to go on like Wednesday afternoon date nights, uh, to go eat at hop Dottie's where it's normally like an hour and a half line to get a very delicious burger. Um, but for us, we were able to just like walk right up and get seated in 10 minutes and it was amazing. And we really enjoyed that. Um, but like I, I worked from home and I got to see my kids grow at a very young age. Um, and that was my measure of success. Did I want a hundred thousand dollars? Yeah, of course. I wanted to grow to $100,000, but my values weren't in my bank account. My values were in my home. And I knew that if if I continued to grow with with a fulfilled life um, in that area where I put the most value and then continued to grow and to make changes and take those baby steps and sometimes toddler steps and sometimes like adult steps, like, I feel like 2019, half the, the last half of 2019 and then all of 2020 was just like adult steps and sprinting and big, big things. Um, and sometimes you're going to have those bigger steps. Sometimes you're going to have smaller steps. But if you continue to move forward, then then that's great. Uh, so evaluate where your values are. What motivates you? Um, is this more of a side gig? Is this just for like fun money? And you're doing it because it's fun and, you know, you have a good nine to five and you actually like it and it makes money to pay the bills and everything. And this is like side money to go on uh, fun trips to Europe for a month or whatever, Um, or Hawaii, uh, which is where I want to go and live one day. And I will. You heard it first here and you've heard it probably a few times over the last uh, couple of years. Um, And, you know, maybe you want to be full time and replace that nine to five income. Look at those values and set up goals that point you in that direction. Maybe you want to scale, make six, seven figures. Maybe you want family time. Maybe you want to travel to all the different continents or visit all the 50 states. Or, you know, if you're listening from another country, you want to go to the states. Maybe you've never been here Um, or you want to go check out. I mean, I want to I want to set foot on every every one of the continents. I have done uh, one so far, North America. Um, It's cool. But like, don't compare your success to others. Compare your success to your past self. So look at yourself last year and look at yourself five years ago, look at yourself, uh, from your first year and, uh, especially look at yourself last year. Um, And, and just see where you are, what have you learned? Are you taking steps to grow in your skill set? Are you taking steps to grow and build your client experience to be better? Are you taking steps to have uh, more of whatever it is that motivates you and that you find value in, whether it's quality time with family, friends, or if it's growing your business, having more money, traveling, whatever that you've you've evaluated and found that thing make steps to where you're getting that more often and if you are more than you did last year then that's great i call that a success you do not have to be a giant like i went from only making four thousand dollars in my first year to hundred thousand dollars in my second year and I'm going crazy and I'm overworked and overwhelmed, but I don't want anyone else to know that because I am successful. I do not want that for you. Um, I want you like I think that slow growth is strong, solid growth. I was um, I was actually talking to a photographer on clubhouse the other day and she had just started her business. March of 2020 she was like you know what i got fired from my job because pandemic i'm going to be at home i'm going to start a photography business and she did and within 9 months by the end of 2020 she had accumulated over 20,000 followers on instagram and was like booked out entirely for 2021 weddings and she was like this is crazy this is amazing and she really had nothing to attribute that other than like showing up being consistent on social media and you know also knowing how to take good photos um she definitely took good good quality photos right off the bat but um but she was asking for help because she was like i didn't put like i didn't have uh, workflows set up i didn't have uh like an editing system or anything so now that a lot of business is coming in she's getting very overwhelmed and that fast success looked great but is overwhelming because she was not prepared on the back end um, and i think that that slow success allows you to really uh fine-tune your workflow and that back end of business to be stronger And more efficient. So then, whenever you are growing more and more and bringing in more business, you're able to do that very easily because everything's already set up. You have a very strong foundation underneath you. Overall, evaluate what your values are, what motivates you, and lean into that. Your pace is your own, it's not a race. You do not need to hit $100,000 this year or next year, um, or even the year after that, you're not racing someone else. It's, it's your own journey. Take it how you are, take it how you want. Um, and yeah. And, and also lean into your community. We love like the, the, the Facebook community, the Instagram community. Um, I love just pouring into you guys. Um, whenever I get DMs asking questions, I am such an open book, um, probably too open sometimes. <laughs> um, but like, I love to just share insight from the past, you know, eight and a half years of business and be like, yeah, this was a mistake that I made. Please don't do that. Or this was an amazing thing that I didn't even know was going to just like rock my business and skyrocket me forward. Um, you can, can learn from my mistakes and from my successes and not have to do that trial and error your own. Uh, And there are so many, so many other very successful photographers and creative entrepreneurs in our Facebook group on Instagram. Um, So if you would like to join that, if you have not already, maybe this is your first episode and you just found me on like, I don't know, someone maybe shared this episode with you. Uh, first of all, thanks for whoever shared it, and welcome. Um, but yeah, you can find the Facebook community on Facebook, uh, but just by searching for the Light and Dark Photography Podcast Group, um, and then on Instagram, and we're just uh, Light Dark Co. So, what I want for you for this episode is to just kind of take a step back, just for like five minutes, and really look at what are you working toward. Is that your goal? Is that someone else's goal? And how can you move toward your goals to be, uh, to have a more fulfilled life and to have the lifestyle that you want? Like just look at five years from now, what kind of lifestyle do you want? What do you want a normal Tuesday to look like? What do you want um, a normal weekend to look like? You know, some of us, I'm, mid-ish thirties. I don't know when mid thirties starts, but, um, but weddings are, are getting, uh, more tiring. Uh, I still love them, but they're definitely getting more tiring. And I'm waking up with the wedding hangovers more often. And, um, and I'm starting to think of, you know, here in the next five, 10 years, maybe I don't want to be doing as many weddings and I'm looking forward into the future, um, and trying to set goals and trying to set, uh, trying to look at what a fulfilled life would look like in, uh, 2025 in 2030 and, and, uh, and make those, those little micro adjustments, those little baby steps in that direction so that those baby steps will accumulate into, uh, that fulfilled lifestyle. Well, thank you for listening to today's episode of Light and Dark Photography Podcast. Uh, we have all of the links to all the things in today's show notes at lightdarkco.com slash podcast slash 74. Please join our Facebook group uh, by searching for the Light and Dark Photography Podcast group on Facebook um, or just by going to lightdarkco.com slash join FB. Um, I would love to see you in there and get to talk to you, get to, uh, to comment back and forth, see some of your photos maybe, and, uh, and really just uh, grow in community. There's uh, a few hundred uh, like-minded photographers and creative entrepreneurs in there, um, and it's a really great place to be. This episode was edited by me, John Mansfield, and our theme song is by the talented John Isaac. All of our ads today are affiliate links, so anytime that you use those, we do get a little bit of a commission, which helps fund this podcast, which is 100% free for you. Um, So I would appreciate it if you check out those ads. Thanks. You can follow the show on Instagram at lightdarkco. You can find me at all heart photo. Subscribe to the show. Leave us a review. I would love to hear from you until next week. See you in the Facebook group. Bye.